Welcome to the Bluebird Uncaged podcast. We are a collective whose mission is to bring hope and dignity through dance. We believe art shapes culture and want to steward our gifts with wisdom and excellence to point people to Jesus. From hosting festivals and live performances to producing multimedia content to serving internationally, we seek to foster community among dance artists. We'd love to meet you and connect on our social media platforms at Bluebird Uncaged. But until then, enjoy today's episode. Welcome to episode three of the Bluebird Uncaged podcast. Guys, I am having so much fun with these. I really hope that you are encouraged and enjoying them as well. And something that I've just found really cool over the past really three weeks of interviewing people for podcasts is that God is is just uniting us with some similar ideas and uh, he's just the Holy Spirit is using us um, just speaking almost similar things to our hearts and today we have Jessica Lore on for an interview she's a dancer with ballet 58 she is an amazing friend lovely uh, woman of God. She always points me to Jesus whenever we have a conversation. But something that she mentioned towards the end of the podcast really spoke to some scripture that I had been reminded of last week, actually. So the situation was last week, I was having a tough time, you know, one of those hard quarantine days. I'm sure that we all have those And I was, uh, so an event actually that I was really looking forward to in June got canceled. And um, one, I was disappointed because I really wanted to learn some things uh, that this event was about. And, but I, and that just kind of sent me into a spiral and I just kept feeling bad for myself and all of this. And I realized that I was marking that event in my mind as kind of the end of quarantine and maybe like a re-entry into social life and so I had put this this emphasis on this event that it didn't need to have and I was kind of uh, talking to my mom about it my mom is amazing (laughs) I hope you all get the chance to meet her one day but I was just telling her, I said, you know, it's it's hard because I don't want to settle into this because it's it's not a vacation, but it's not a permanent situation either. We're just in this weird kind of semi-permanent. And she encouraged me. She said, settle in. You need to settle in. And I, I pushed back against it at first. I, I was like, no, I don't want to get comfortable. This is not the way that life is supposed to be. This is not the way that life is going to be. But the more I thought about it, I was reminded of Psalm 37. And it's an amazing psalm. I highly recommend you guys go read the whole thing. But verse 3 specifically says, Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and cultivate faithfulness. And that really just hit home in that this is the moment and this is the season that God has called us to. And he's only, he's just calling us to be faithful. He's calling us to be faithful to himself. And I love that it says cultivate faithfulness. And faithfulness takes practice. (laughs) Again, I go back to last week's scripture talking about Romans when it was saying perseverance produces character (laughs) and I think that God is just really 
calling us to be faithful in this time. And Jessica uh, touches on that towards the end of the interview, but I just wanted to also share that with you guys. Use this time. I pray that you steward this time really well and that you settle in to where God has you now. It doesn't mean we stop moving forward. doesn't mean that we go backwards. But settle in, dwell in the land, and cultivate faithfulness. I am here with Jessica Lore, and she is a dancer with Ballet 5-8 in Chicago. And I am so blessed to have her as a friend, and I'm really excited to have her share a little bit of her, her story with you guys today. So, Jessica, thanks for coming on. Thank you so much for having me, Rebecca. I'm really excited to talk with you today. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about where you're dancing now and where you have danced in the past. And I guess for kicks, how old you are and all of that too. Yeah. So I am currently dancing with Ballet 5-8. It's a company based in Chicago and it is a faith-based company. Um, Our director is Juliana Slager. And this is my, I'm finishing up my third season there. Um, Before that I was a trainee with Ballet Magnificat for three years. Um, I danced with a training program at the Washington Ballet for a year. And then in high school, I trained at various schools in the Houston area. And I'm 25 years old. Cool. Cool. Thanks. So what made you want to start dancing, Jessica? Um, I think as a little girl, um, I just always had that in me. Um, I, I believe God put that in me, um, that love for movement and for dance. Um, I think a very clear moment where I realized that I specifically loved ballet and wanted to pursue that was actually when I was really little, um, three or four years old, um, Ballet Magnificat came and was touring um, in my city that I lived in in Texas, and my aunt um, decided she wanted to take me, Um, and so I got to see them, and that was the first time I had seen ballet, or I guess like any formal kind of dance in general and I loved it I honestly I don't remember much of the dancing now but I do remember that afterwards when they, the dancers had finished they um, took the dancers onto the stage and introduced themselves and there was a dancer and her name was Jessica and my three-year-old mind um, took that at the time that that was a sign that I was supposed to do ballet oh <laughs> that's so cute yeah, I think it was really special, too, that the Lord allowed me to um, train at Ballet Munificat for a few years um, after that as well. Did you get to meet Jessica? I don't think so. I don't oh. know, but I don't think so. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, there was definitely some um, older dancers in my life that I looked up to, too. Um, so was there a moment that you knew that God wanted you to pursue dancing professionally? Um. I think when I was younger and I was training, especially um, in high school, I knew that it was something that I wanted to do. Um, Like personally, I was like, I want to do this. I want to dance professionally. But I think it wasn't until I received my first um, offer for a professional contract that I saw that the Lord was calling me to that as well Hmm. um so I knew in my heart I was supposed to dance I just didn't know exactly how it would look like and um when the Lord provided 
that amazing opportunity for me, I felt just so much that this was right and this is what the Lord was calling me to do. And as I started to pursue that um, and begin dancing professionally, it was just, I don't know, this moment of feeling this is right and this is what the Lord's called me to for this season. And um, I'm in the Lord's will right now. So that was really cool yeah. experience. So that, that was really, yeah, that was... That's so cool how God just confirms things with different offers. So was that with Washington Ballet or Ballet Mag? Um, that was actually, I would say, Ballet 5-8 whenever oh, okay. I accepted my apprenticeship there. Um, just because I was in the training program for both uh, Ballet Minificat and uh, the Washington Ballet before that. Cool. Yeah. So where where have you seen dance and faith intersect in your life? Obviously, they're almost inseparable, but I think... Was Did you grow up in a Christian studio, or did you always see dance as a gift from God? Yes. So I, yeah, that's definitely been a big part of my life in general, is seeing dance and faith intersect. So growing up, um, my aunt, actually my aunt who took me to see my first ballet, um, she was part of like a praise dance team um, at her church. And so I had grown up seeing that, and I loved it. And it wasn't anything like no formal technique or anything like that but I remember loving it and thinking it was so beautiful and I loved dancing in church um when the opportunity arose as a child even before taking ballet so I had seen that as a little girl um and then I guess just continuing on this journey of dancing and faith and that intertwining um I've seen more and more like exactly what you said, that it is inseparable and the beauty of that. Um, and I've seen through being able to perform for both Christian audiences and maybe more secular audiences, um, just the power that dance can have and the healing and the growth and just the challenge that it can bring. Um, and the Lord can kind of expose through movement. And even in my own life, um, one of the most powerful moments I've ever had um, with the Lord, it was in a moment of dancing, and I felt the Lord's presence with me more powerfully in that moment um, than I'd ever felt before, and it was in a moment of dancing, so I, I definitely agree with you that that is inseparable, that um, intertwining of dance and faith. Yeah, I think it's it just shows God's creativity and how he reveals himself in so many different ways, both through really you know straight facts and science, but also in more abstract forms like art absolutely i agree i mean you think about it god is the creator he's super creative so i think he puts that in us too which is beautiful yeah and it's so fun to just discover that and it's such i mean it really is a joy and a gift from him right absolutely so switching gears a little bit we're going to talk about the pandemic um so what were you doing before everything kind of locked down you guys were on tour here right you were in atlanta i think that was your was going to be your last show but ended up getting canceled right right so we were in our what was supposed to be our busiest touring season um so we drove all the way to atlanta and that's kind of when everything started to happen um before that it was like i knew a lot was going on with the coronavirus and whatnot um but I was kind of like, my mindset was, how serious is this? I couldn't tell. Um, and I remember as we were driving to Atlanta, just being on my phone and seeing all these ballet companies having their performances canceled. And I was thinking, oh, this is this is very real. This is actually happening. And then 
Um, obviously, when we got to Atlanta, our show was canceled as well, which was hugely sad. Um, but it was happening to so many, so many people in the dance world. Yeah. So how are you feel? How did that feel to almost, I guess, have that show taken away? Or um, what was your initial reaction? I think. I think it was, it felt very surreal and very strange just because nothing like that had ever happened to me. Um, it just, it just felt like, is this real? Is this really happening? Are we really not going to perform? And I think especially driving all the way to Atlanta and just like having that mindset of this is happening. And then that night finding out actually it's not, um, it was, it was just a very strange feeling. Um, it was really sad. Um, I think there was definitely like um, a feeling of mourning of yeah. what those performances could have been and what felt like should have been. Um, but at the same time, knowing that the whole dance world was going through the same thing and so many of my friends with other companies were going through the exact same thing, um, there was also this feeling of camaraderie and that like, okay, everyone's going through this together. And then like, of course, all my fellow dancers in the company, we were all going through it together. So it was very sad, um, but it was also this very bonding experience. And I think, I think in a strange way, the Lord had been preparing me for that. Um, I think I remember it's, it was really funny now, but a couple days after I found out that the, our performances would be canceled through the end of the season, I was looking through uh, my journal and an entry I had been writing a couple days before we left for Atlanta. And I was just spending some time praying over um, the tour and what I thought would be our tour. And I wrote down that something about this tour feels really different. And I have no idea what it is, but I feel like something is just going to be really different, (laughs) which is really funny looking back on now. Um, And I think that was like the Lord's way of preparing my heart that things were going to be different, um, very, very different. Um, but he was with me and he, he knew beforehand and he cared enough to prepare my heart for that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, cool. It's so cool to look back at your prayers and say, oh, wait, God really answered that. Not in a way I was expecting at all. Right, <laughs> it was exactly. different It was because it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been kind of sheltering in place with your sister What's been the best thing about sheltering in place? I think just that. um, Getting to spend this time with my older sister has been so, so precious and so sweet. Um, I'm really, really close with my older sister, and um, we've always been, like, best friends. But I think I never thought we would live together again. So it's been really sweet, and um, she's been so kind, and um, just having me and – letting me take class in her living room every day and kind of taking over her apartment a little bit. So it's been really sweet. We've had a lot of really good time and just talking and playing games and watching movies and fun things that I don't really get to do with her very often just because we don't live that close together. So that's been really sweet. Um, I think aside from that, I've been able to – Um, just spend some time doing things that I normally wouldn't have time to do and read a little bit more, um, concentrating on my school a little bit more. And um, also, I think like a lot of other people have been doing over um, the quarantine, just being able to reach out to friends and family um, over phone calls and FaceTiming and whatnot. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So you mentioned school. What are you studying in school? 
Um, I am pursuing a degree in social work. Oh, fun. Yeah. Where, what school are you doing that through? So you're doing it you're, and dancing at the same time. We'll have to have another episode about that. But Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a whole other story. <laughs> um, I am studying through Liberty Online. Okay. Cool. And so you just finished your semester? Um, I did, but I just started today summer semester. <laughs> oh, awesome. Keep going. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> so those are the really good things about quarantine. What's been the worst thing? Okay, I'll go from a dancer's point of view first. Yeah. And I think from a very practical point of view, I wouldn't say the worst thing, but one of the most challenging things has been continuing in class and trying to stay in shape as best possible while not getting discouraged or anxious or frustrated about it. Um, so I've been really fortunate in that Valley 5-8. We've continued to have um, company classes and training supply class. Um, so I've been able to take classes over Zoom, which has been really helpful in keeping motivated just because um, all your coworkers are doing it too. And um, you have a teacher who's continuing to lead the class. Um, so that's been really helpful. Um, but with that being said, you're not in this nice studio with good Marley floors that you can jump and do point work on very easily and you don't have a lot of space. So I think um, there definitely has been a challenge in learning to take class well, um, I guess with the circumstances given. And like point work, it's not super <laughs> easy right now um, whenever you're on like acrylic wooden floors and it's yeah. very slippery. Um, not being able to travel in Grand Allegro um, and just doing the best I can to stay in shape and to prepare for um, when things do calm down a little bit, but also realizing, okay, things are out of my control a little bit and it's okay that I can't do all these things I usually can do and would want to be doing. It's okay. Um, there's grace for that. Um, and our bodies are amazing and they're really they bounce back. So realizing once um, this is over and we're back in um, normal circumstances and in the studio, like my body will get used to jumping and point work more easily again. Um, and I think obviously just um, not being around people as much has been a challenge um, and fighting those, those feelings of just isolation and this will never end and um, being okay with the unknown. I think routine I'm a person who routine is very important to me so having yes. like my normal routine taken away has exposed um just a little bit of um, anxiety with that in my own life um and so just laying that down to the Lord and realizing there is grace things are really weird for everyone um and we will all make it <laughs> yeah I love that you mentioned there is grace and giving yourself grace is so much I forget that a lot and and also just have to remind myself that God's given me grace and I can't extend it to myself or to other people if I don't accept it from him. Amen. So yeah, thanks for that reminder, Jessica. Yeah. <laughs> so you've been taking class and with Ballet 5-8, have you been doing anything else to stay in shape or how has the motivation kind of been throughout this whole thing? Yeah, um, I think, like I said before, um, having coworkers that are in the same boat has helped a lot with the motivation. Um, and also 
just knowing that there is a light at the end of the tunnel has helped with the motivation and thinking about how the work that I put in now um, will be so helpful in the future whenever yeah. um, we are back in the studio. Yeah, and nothing's wasted. I like that. Right, exactly. Yeah. And I feel like something the Lord's put on my heart, and um, I think this is kind of for any any dancer who feels called by the Lord to dance. I think this is true for all of us, but that these these little choices that we make to go and to take class, even when it feels kind of ridiculous taking class using my bookshelf as a bar <laughs> and whatnot, that this is a way that God's called me to be faithful in this season. And it may feel kind of ridiculous at times, but to God, that's important. And so I think having that mindset of this is how God's called me to be faithful right now. Um, and so I can do plies and God's pleased with that right now, I guess. Yeah, that reminds me so much. God led me to, um, or reminded me of Psalm 37 last week, um, when I was just kind of being discontent with it, where everything was. And it says, dwell in the land and cultivate faithfulness delight in the lord and he will give you the desires of your heart and i think that this has been such a great exercise in just being patient in the land that god has called us to yeah that's so true i love that (laughs) um so as we're coming out of this we don't know with the timing or anything but how do you think the dance world will grow or change from this experience? Or maybe even you as a person, how how are you going to approach your artistry or anything differently? That's a really good question. I think, I was thinking about this actually the other day, that dancers, like we were really good at having to adapt and we really have to be resilient in our art form. That's just part of I think being a professional dancer, that's something you're kind of expected to do. Um, And so I think it will be really exciting to see how we as a dance community will adapt. And I just think about like adversity, like requires creativity and creativity is a necessary point and sorry, necessary part of um, the art form of dance. So I am looking forward to seeing, and I think we've already seen like bits and pieces of this, but even more so seeing that creativity come out in these next few months and like, how is the dance world going to react and continue to adapt through this? Um, For myself, um, I think I am really excited to be with my coworkers again and to dance with them. And I think (laughs) that's going to be a huge part of it for me is um, being together, even if things look pretty different for a while. Um, I think that's going to be a part that I'm going to appreciate perhaps even more once we're back. Um, And I think I'm just going to enjoy the space whenever I have that again. I want to challenge myself to use that space more and to be more grateful for that space. You guys, she already uses the space really, really well. She's a beautiful <laughs> dancer. Very, her, She uses her lines to the fullest extent, which is something I really admire about watching you dance, Jessica. So oh, to, for you. her to challenge herself to take up more space, we better watch out. We better build some bigger <laughs> stages. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> Um, so last question, Jessica, do you have any advice for younger dancers, um, both in this time or also who might want to pursue a career and who are following Jesus throughout this whole process? What do you wish maybe you had known 
as a younger dancer? Yeah, so I think we kind of touched on this earlier, but I would really say have grace for yourself because God gives us grace and he wants us to take that grace and yes, give that to other people, but also receive that for yourself. Um, And so I think for ballet dancers specifically, it's easier to automatically be so hard on ourselves. Um, So I would say have grace for yourself. Take it one day at a time. Um, Don't be so set on the end goal and enjoy the journey because God's all about the journey. And that's something I think I've learned in my own life is God is all about the journey. Tomorrow is important, but today is also really important. Um, And I guess to younger dancers who are in like hardcore training, and this is like their hardcore training season of their life, um, and you're going through quarantine and you're like going through this coronavirus pandemic, I would say um, already the fact that you're still pushing and you're still going, that's a huge accomplishment. So, um, I don't know, like, congratulate yourself in that, that you're still pushing and you're still going. Um, Take it one day at a time. And I would say also don't be so stressed about coming back at the end. Like, I think about if I would have been going through this season a few years ago or as a teenager, I would have been very stressed about will I be behind after this? Will I be super out of shape? Will I ever be able to get to the point I would have wanted to be at this point? And I would say you're going to be okay. Things are going to be good and you will get back to that point. And there are things you can learn in this moment specific to this moment that will be used in the future and actually grow you more. Um, And so don't be stressed out about taking this time that looks so different for all of us. Um, But yeah, God's got it and his grace is sufficient and he's called us to go in grace and in boldness. Um, because that's the grace he's given us. Yeah, yeah, I love that. It does take a lot of courage to keep going and to keep training at home. And like you were saying about being behind, I was just thinking I was totally afraid of that as a young dancer, even when I was training. And I would compare myself to other people. And and to other people, I felt like I was behind. I got a little bit of a late start on my pre-professional training But now, knowing what I know now, there's no such thing as being behind on God's timeline. Like, we are always on his timeline and exactly where he needs us to be. So just be encouraged by that, guys. Yeah, I love that. So true. (laughs) Thanks, Jessica. Thank you so much for joining us and sharing your encouragement. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun. Thanks again for joining us for episode three of the Bluebird Uncaged podcast. As always, feel free to send us a DM or any comments or suggestions that you might have. It really helps too if you give us five stars or leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, We have some new merch in the store this week, so feel free to check it out, guys. The jogger pants are so comfy you definitely want a pair for around the house and when we're back in the theater they will be excellent theater pants um but also uh, proceeds from our merch will be benefiting magnum opus they are a company based in madison wisconsin and you will be hearing more about them in some future episodes thanks again for joining be blessed and keep dancing for jesus Thank you.
Thank you for listening to the Bluebird Uncaged podcast. For more information about Bluebird Uncaged, including tickets for upcoming performances, joining our online community, or how you can get involved in future Bluebird projects, visit our website at bluebirduncaged.com.